Hola, chicas. Welcome to the Lifelinks Podcast, where we share how the past influences the current day so you can choose a future based on a true identity because we're not blending in. I'm your host, Consuelo Crosby, and also the creator of this content. If you want to chat more about what we talk about on this show, please reach out to me on whatever platform you enjoy on social media. We're available at LifeLinks or on our website at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X. And I'd love to engage with you more on these topics and hear more of what you have to say about them. It's Holy Week for me, being Catholic. And I love this time to contemplate if my mind is focused on goodness. If I'm being good to myself, am I being good to others? It's a powerful time to reflect on struggles and victories, how they're viewed, and how it feels to endure them. Even the little wins can bring so much joy and add to self-love. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the concept of self-value or self-worth and how we define that for ourselves. Or do we? As you well know, during the school years, you were assessed by this standard template, and that left little room for individuality. Any kid in school being their true self was probably considered a troublemaker. Society also tends to categorically define people and then rank their worth based on that. And beyond school, the years to learn adulting, especially that first job, can keep you locked into that sense of self-assessment. Am I good enough to get the job? Am I good enough to live at that apartment? Am I smart enough to get all the things I need going? Is this sounding familiar? I think so. Did you take the time to pause, though? Take yourself off the prescribed assessment and redefine your self-worth on your own terms? I hope so. But if not, no worries. That's why we bring these ideas up so that you can bring yourself forward in the context of who you are. Embracing your true identity gives you the power to view yourself heroically and dismiss that belittling challenge from others. First, let's catch up on some fun. I hope you had a chance to discover Silvia Vasquez Lavado from last week's episode and to read the article on our website at thelinks.com. Isn't she remarkable? I mean, beyond what she's done athletically in persevering the seven summits, to do this as a way of healing is a win-win. Now, a quick update in case you are still on episode 34 or 35. Sylvia is a gay Peruvian woman who endured sexual violence as a child. Ugh, so wicked. And the pain from this horrible experience drove her into some darkness where she lost sight of who she was. Did not carry self-worth. Totally understandable, right? Until the day she felt compelled to climb Mount Everest. It was her personal challenge to herself to prove that her self-worth was more than how her past defined her. 
That is the power and also a sneak peek into today's episode. This is the female power to go back and heal that child triumphantly and live the true narrative of who we were born to be. Because ladies, until that healing of that inner child is well on its way, you may have spun off onto a life you're not supposed to be living. You're not living your true self. You're not living your true life, ladies. So from that powerful point, let's first define what we mean by self-value or self-worth. Especially in the struggle of maintaining your true identity and diversity. This is a difference between knowing what self-esteem is versus what self-worth is. So at some point in life, our identity gets challenged. Culturally, physically, sexually, you name it, it's going to get challenged. It's usually early on and at an age that we're not prepared to understand it. Therefore, we can't defend ourselves. So the visceral response to that challenge becomes our reality. When really, it's only someone else's opinion. And yet those experiences get carved into our little person mind so deep that they remain with us. They become so natural to us that we forget these are learned responses rather than truth. We grow into that saved mindset and tend to believe that we are less valuable. That what other people say of us, what other people offer their opinion, their unwanted opinion of us, somehow the brain picks up on it and turns it into truth. We assign this to our culture, our physical traits, all the things. This infects how we view ourselves relative to others, and this begins the wall squeezing in on us, that we are alone in this feeling and we don't fit in. Our self-esteem begins to shrink. As you see, that self-esteem is based on opinion. How you view yourself has been formed by the influence of others And yes, maybe your opinion of yourself too. And that opinion can be high or low at any given time, but that is all it is, ladies. Opinion. It's not fact. And regardless of your self-esteem, which we all go through on any given day, we might have, hey, I'm a badass chica days, and we may have other days of, I'm not getting out of bed. It's okay. That will balance back and forth. But what will stay constant, what is in truth fact, is that you have self-worthiness. You are deserving of love. Self-worth is the understanding that you deserve love and acceptance for the person you are, the person you are born to be. And that's that inner core person, not the person having a bad day. Regardless of any social construct or opinion, you are inherently a good person. You are someone who brings goodness to the world and those around you. You are enough. 
The importance is that whether you have a low or high self-esteem on any given day, you still have immense self-worth and are valuable in this world. Hopefully, this seems obvious, but in this social climate, it may not be. Even with the needle moving towards positive body image, positive identity acceptance, there is still a loud challenge, even in our laws, that say one's natural state of being is unacceptable. It's ridiculous, yet obviously happening, and so for whoever needs to hear this, you are valuable and necessary to the goodness of the world. Those bad hair days or disastrous failure days, those are temporary. Those are not defining your self-worth. Days like that occur because of outside influences that you have little control over. You don't wake up thinking, you know what, I'm going to intentionally make a mess of my presentation today because of who I am. And even if it wasn't your best work, it's already over. Temporary. You are still loved for who you are, who you were born to be, and if anything, you probably were not put on this planet for giving that soul presentation. That doesn't define you, and therefore it doesn't define your self-worth. Still, carrying low self-esteem can begin to undermine self-worth. The lines get blurred. There may be days we don't feel lovable even within our own home. We may be at odds with our partners, our spouses, our children, and it gets even more difficult to be raised in a diverse home that has practices different than the community and also different from the generation. So there's clashes between generations, there's clashes between living your diversity inside the home and getting challenged by it outside the home. And so even in the safety of your own home, you feel the adversity of being different. And in that feeling, we all tend to run away from anything that causes pain, that makes us feel unworthy. It's totally understandable. But in doing so, we lose context of why the adversity occurs, why our own diversity brings challenges to our worthiness. And without that true context, we tend to make up our own reasons for it. And again, we tend to be hardest on ourselves and think we are the problem. Now, in all of this, it's so tempting to fix, did you see my air quotes, fix this feeling by adapting to the people around us. There's a social tendency to pick on and target differences in our communities. Children, and more so teenagers, are vulnerable to this behavior because they've been in the shelter of hopefully a loving home. And they step outside the door and bam, anything that's different is going to get picked apart. It feels threatening at a time when all they've known is safety. And don't we all just want to feel safe? Feel accepted? 
We don't even realize we're different until we step outside the door and go, oh, I see. (laughs) I see how it is. (laughs) As you probably realize by now, it takes time to understand who you are, who you're willing to defend. By the time you learn this and begin to love yourself, you have to unwind all those opinions and misbeliefs of the past. Only then can you move forward in building this high self-esteem and a constant belief of self-worth. But when diversity is added into this scenario, the targeting rises dramatically, as does the vulnerability. But adapting or blending in to avoid this comes at a much higher cost. When diverse individuals choose to blend in rather than rise in their diversity, then the cultural heritage is lost. And when cultural heritage is lost, so are millennia of human knowledge and celebration. The stories are lost. From the immediate family history and personal stories to cultural stories of why things are done the way they're done. So as an individual pushes away from their cultural heritage, they push away from their true identity, their true narrative, and the role they play in continuing passing on that knowledge. And more intimately, an individual has subconsciously associated their identity with being unworthy of respect, of love, or of self-worth. This isn't a moment of low self-esteem or a bad hair day that can be dismissed. Instead, this is associating diversity with unworthiness. It's a toxic association, one that people outside the diverse community will make for you. So don't start on your own. Refrain from denying not only your own heritage and family and culture, but yourself. Ugh, this makes me tear up just talking about it. (laughs) I should have warned you early on, have a shot of tequila. Because we know we see it all the time. We saw it in the Supreme Court justice hearings. Kintanji Brown Jackson. God bless you, woman. I think a lot of people were sending you prayers. I hope you listen to this one day. We were praying for your strength. You saw it out in big screen TV. How intentionally harsh people will go after identity go after race go after gender and try to break the person for their true identity i didn't go through anything like that (laughs) that's probably why i'm not supreme court worthy (laughs) but i understand the challenge after living it and still being pressured even now to conform to it I know many of you must be too. Now, sometimes I get upset with the concepts that people feel they have the right to pressure me, to tell me I'm inadequate for being true to myself. Are you kidding? And other times I just get totally fatigued by keeping up the fight. I'm like, you know what? (laughs) I'm just going to go over here. But then I'll get immersed by people who light up when they see me 
or one to gather for goodness, and I'm quickly reminded of my self-worth. Even though the brain can go quickly to the pain when hearing these things and start that visceral response, we can train it to dismiss all that chatter as just prattle, just babbling. We have to get away from the toxicity in order to have time to learn the context of what was happening. Step away from it to feel validated for who we are in order to look back, and we must always look back, ladies, and understand just what was happening. For instance, in one of our early episodes, actually, I think it was episode one even, I spoke of my mother's desire to have me conform into American standards after experiencing her sons getting physically assaulted for speaking Castellano. She was so proud of her Castellano. She didn't speak Spanish. She spoke Castellano. And my little brain could not comprehend why she, my beautiful mother, didn't want me to be who I was who I was born to be. She didn't think my nose was pretty or that my athleticism was powerful. And these are attributes that, one, I didn't think they were a problem, and two, I was really proud of. So getting questioned that young, that there's something wrong with you, that's why your brain will go to that pain over and over again. And yet she named me Consuelo, so she put me on the front line of this. Like, I'm the infantry in the battles. My name alone makes me a target. Add dark skin and love for all things Peruvian. And I was at the crossroads early on in life. Do I blend in to avoid the questioning and insistence that I should be someone else? Or do I turn to myself for love, self-love, for who I am? If you can't tell, I turn towards Consuelo all my life. And I wonder if I hadn't been the only girl, if I hadn't therefore been my mom's ally to fight against the injustices that she faced both within our own families and in the community as a whole, if I would have aligned so strongly to my own identity, or if I would have blended in, if I would have said, yeah, call me Connie. And that stuck with me for a really long time, how she was trying to change me. It actually took until I became a mother myself to understand, oh, the things you will do to help your children stay safe, avoid pain and ridicule. They may not come out great. Admittedly, the things you say get lost in translation. So what the child hears is, I'm not good enough, or you don't love me. How do we learn to change that association? How do we reframe it to live life large with our diversity forward? This is a really expansive question, but still it has a universal answer. Just like one's cultural heritage or diverse identity may negatively affect a sound self-worth, a robust self-worth, 
it may also greatly increase it. This isn't an issue you handle alone. It's better to step back into the comfort of a larger scheme, the embrace of this full context where you most definitely fit in. This is where you come from, and therefore this is where you go for comfort. For example, when you're feeling vulnerable in your diversity, pause a minute and take some steps backward in time. It could be within your own family or community or culture. Think about the amazing goodness that comes from it. The food, celebrations, faith, struggles, inventions, fashion. Oh my gosh, I could go on and on and on. And when you think about others that are in a similar situation, there's room to discover joy in the diversity. When you take yourself out of the spotlight that it's all about you and you step off into the wings and are just watching this live performance play out, yeah, you don't have stage fright. You're not nervous. You're not being self-conscious of what's happening. You're reveling in the joy of what you're seeing. We tend to be hardest on ourselves, and that's what disrupts really holding on to self-worth. We're kinder to others. It's just a phenom. Now try it again, stepping into your culture or your identity, and find the joy, the pride within it, Realize that you are part of something great and so very worthy of love. Your self-worthiness has skyrocketed. You still might have a bad hair day, but your self-love is priceless, ladies. You are enough. So let's go, ladies. Stand up and shine with your diverse true identity. Invest in yourself and honor who you come from. Put that all in the self-worth bank. Show us how it's done. Bless us with the chance to show you love, to respect your worth, and value your presence in your true identity. Now remember to tag life links of your favorite cafecito moments. We love our cafecito and we love your recommendations for coffee experiences around the world. I hope you love the ones that pop up on our IG stories. And this week's was admittedly epic. I finally visited Aisha Curry's flagship store and cafe, Sweet July, in downtown Oakland. I went there for my cafecito fix over the weekend after Palm Sunday Mass and walked out with fabulous colored glass set and pitcher from Morocco. Yeah, you might walk in there for a cafecito, but you're going to stay a while. All the products sold in the store are women-owned, predominantly black women-owned, sustainable, luxurious, ugh, all the things. It's so beautiful. I also had a piece of her epic vegan chocolate pumpkin bread pudding. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yes, I did. Take a look on our IG stories for the up-close-and-personals, but I tell you, I forgot to take pics of my cafecito and goodie because <laughs> I was in a moment. 
There's also an article on our website at thelinks.com about the store and her online store. Because, hey, Mother's Day's coming up and all your friends getting married. Just saying. There's something there for everybody. Tag us on Instagram or Twitter at lifelinks. That's L-I-F-E-L-N-X-X. Although I have to stop spelling it out because listeners now are repeating it as life L-N-X-X. <laughs> Life Links. Take a look on our website for each episode's transcripts and the articles linked to what you've heard here today. Really appreciate you sharing this podcast with your friends and leaving a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Give us some of your own ideas of what you'd love to hear by reaching out on our website and our social media platforms at LifeLinks. Step into your truth, ladies. We love you. Ciao. Really appreciate the time you take to rate and review the podcast. Get the backstory and what you've heard here today and reach out to us at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X. Because it's about time, it's about us. Stay in the groove on our social media at LifeLinks and get ready to make your move, ladies. Viva!